yeah. read this because he didn't come up in any of my searches. No, which is Nothing strange. Nothing came up in any of my searches. I suspect there's money involved, but you can easily find him. Remember Hello, the folks. twin one I did? Yeah. Um, they were like life coaches, so if I hadn't already done that one, I could have done that one. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we were just talking about times. like, yeah, we do say hi at different, that's fine, because you have to finish your thoughts, and I'd, you guys yeah. have to finish listening to our thoughts. Otherwise, my thoughts will fly away, and I won't ever catch them again. And I won't receive external validation for you guys having to listen to them. Exactly. I say as someone in the, like, one listener is, like, already skipping to a different timestamp. They're just like, where I, does like, Andrea start this, talking again? Sure. <laughs> sure. That's what they're thinking. I'm sure that's it. It's I mean, maybe. It. There's probably some guys out there who don't even know what you look like, but are listeners and fans and are just like, ooh, this girl sounds hot. So they're listening just for you because they're like, I just want this <laughs> hot sounding girl to talk to me. I'm I don't lonely. know if my voice sounds like a hot girl voice. I've always thought it sounded very chipmunky. No, it's more like um bubblegum, like like um Britney Spears type sexy, probably. I'm trying to think oh. of a more modern person with that style, but that was really more of a thing in like the early two thousands, right? Well, that was kind of my era. Yeah, so it makes sense. <laughs> so. I mean, and she was one of the only people doing that at so she egregiously was the first one. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I did that bubblegummy singing. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot. Like, people talk about bubblegum pop stars as though it's like the super common thing it's that they're not. sick of, but even I can't like think of even Christina five. Christina Aguilera, she who didn't. was at the same time, was not that, like, that wasn't her style. No, it wasn't. And it then, was really and then they all emerged. Like, now there's tons. Are there? Like, I can't think of any now because everyone's, I mean, I can think of people with higher voices, but they're all kind of doing more of an edgy thing or a unique thing there or were a band a thing. Few. There were definitely a few. I don't know that that's going on now, but yeah. after Britney Spears, there were definitely a few. I just can't think of them because I think they were probably not, I don't think they got very far. Yeah, not as elevated. Because I can't even think of their names. No, and that makes sense, to be honest, because like, well, I don't know, not... like, it's hard to do a copycat thing that way. It's yeah. Not, and it's not everyone's taste. Like, everyone yeah. constantly critiqued her for being too, quote unquote, like, bubblegummy or whatever. And yeah. it's like, I liked it. I liked it too. <laughs> I was a big fan. I, I was, was 15. <laughs> I was a baby then. I don't know. <laughs> I was very young. I was wee. But yeah, no, like, um, she was popular. The only thing I can remember before that, um, and this is right around the same time, I guess, Aqua. Oh, yes. Aqua yes. was a bit bubblegummy. They were because they were very poppy and the main girl had a very high voice and mm-hmm. that was the style. And the other one um, that I was thinking of, Spice Girls sometimes, but just because they were poppy, they didn't sound like, they didn't have the high voice. Yeah, and they didn't have the exact, that poppiness, yeah. Some of their songs, yeah, some not. I mean, or not bubblegumminess. They were definitely poppy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now that we've agreed. So this is our agreed. music podcast. Yeah, I know, we make that joke so many times. I know, that's we because go off topic we do so go off, like, but that's our ADHD. Yeah, we both have problems mine isn't treated (laughs) either so that's better (laughs) mine is treated and i'm not even sure if the treatment makes it better or worse i just know that the treatment makes it so i can get things done yeah yeah but it's like a weird frenetic hyper focus it's not great it's not ideal but it's better than Than not not. that i know i just can't i don't like the meds i don't like the meds either they're actually kind of shit i refuse to do them I already grind my teeth. I don't need to grind them more. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, they 
can. I mean, if you're taking too much, that and really I already shouldn't sleep happen. like shit too. So that's the other thing. Like I just no, I'm not taking them. <laughs> Tell us your uh, own horror stories with ADHD meds if you have to take them. Because honestly, yeah, they're not mm-hmm. great. Like no, there aren't that good. many great options. They're all like stimulants, and the ones that aren't don't have many successful trial runs. So I've been having a lot of bad dreams lately. Is that your fear for the week? Kind of. Tell me your fears. I have a, I have like many fears this week. <laughs> it's weird. That's fair. Um, my first one is I'm off to prison, a psychiatric prison tomorrow. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's actually interesting. Off I go. Um, I'm going to go assess it, not actually commit myself. Uh, I was really hopeful for a second there. I was like, finally, she's getting the help she needs. <laughs> Shut up. I was so proud. But you just dashed my hopes. I know. I I knew what you meant, you fool. I know that. I'll tell you which one it is after. Okay. Yeah, because I guess like you definitely gotta retain privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I've been having dreams about zombies. And last night I had a dream about Tyrannosaurus Rex coming (laughs) after me, and I had to build a bomb and then let the cats free so that they wouldn't be in the house when the bomb went off and uh, then I lost them and then I spent the rest of my dream having to find them and also looking at Dairy Queen selections. Hey, Jurassic World 4? I have a plot idea for a sequel for you guys. <laughs> for It'll your be fourth what? movie, that's that's the plot. Yeah, Someone, okay. So my dreams are movies. Me too. Um, they have a plot. So, yeah, Duncan even said that, like, yeah, they're movies. Yeah. Mine too. Apparently kinda. nobody, apparently that's, uh, yeah, apparently I, that I thought is lots uncommon. of people had them that way, but. I did too, but um, there's always a plot structure. Yeah, there's somewhat. a plot structure and there's a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Um, sometimes a prologue. Sometimes a prologue. And sometimes it, I'm woken up before the end, which sucks because. That's brutal. No resolution. But, um, and then there was something else, but I can't remember what it was. And it's, I, this is just too much. Fears. You've got so many fears. I don't know. <laughs> School meetings, the usual. The usual right? stuff, yeah. In addition to everything else. Yeah. But it's cool that you also have um, dreams like that. I I don't know. Like, my recent dreams, I guess this will be my fear of the week. I think, like, I don't know. They're always, like, hyper-symbolic, right? Like, even though they're a plot line, you can tell why that plot line would be important to your mm-hmm. subconscious or, like, why certain elements. But, like... Mine always involve some sort of, like, exposure that I don't want, whether it's, like, physical or something else, or I'm running away from some organization that wants to do something horrible to my body, or I'm sexually assaulted. So they're really good dreams. Yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, I love them. I've had them every night since I was 22. And Okay, so I do not usually have bad dreams. Yep. And for the last, like, three nights in a row, it's just been bad shit. Like, the zombie one... I was being chased by zombies, trying to find a place to hide because apparently I was like, I'm not fighting. And wow. <laughs> um, yeah, that was uh, was my uh, I was super brave. Nice, and, you battled. Yeah. Um, so then I accidentally killed a person. Yeah. Uh, As you do by stabbing her in the head. Accidentally, um, be- because I thought she was a zombie for a second, and then. It turns out she wasn't a zombie, and she turned into a zombie because I didn't stab the part of her brain that would have killed her oh. if she was a zombie. So I did it wrong. I murdered her. And turned her into a and zombie. And also 
killed her the wrong way, so she turned into a zombie. It's this just... is your brain remembering, like, horribly sad scenes from Walking Dead, the game. I think so, yeah. The Telltale game. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's, like, how that would be interpreted, right? Because that does happen in that game where someone accidentally kills someone who they think is a zombie. Like, it happened, like, once, or it's suggested once in flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Or a few times. I hate it. I don't remember the first couple of seasons, but... Yeah. No. Well, Brayden and I are also watching, rewatching all of it. Yes. So a lot of my life right now is Walking Dead. That's probably why um, your brain's like, because hey. Because we're rewatching it and then Ren, Brayden, and I, we all play Walking Dead, the PS4 games. and Yeah, the Telltale ones. Yeah. Um, so. We finished it. It's possible that's why I'm dreaming about zombies, but it doesn't explain the Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, they're finding different... Your brain's probably like, how do I symbolize this? Well, recently, she's played a whole lot of zombies, so I guess that's it. And here's and a dinosaur. Also, yeah, <laughs> and they're like, well, we can't use zombies constantly. It's going to get old. So, <laughs> just next the writers in my brain. Dinosaur. The writers, they're just yeah. like, we can't we can't have this as a dream again. Yeah. We like, did it last is... night. That's like doing... Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're repeating episodes. This is yeah. not We'll be fired. We'll be fired. <laughs> Cast into the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Humiliated, truly. But uh, Yeah. Okay, so I actually chose the theme. Yeah, you did. Because I just had this overwhelming uh, dislike of life coaches and spiritual guides and stuff one day <laughs> uh, while I was on the treadmill. And a lot of things happen in my head when I'm on the treadmill. Yeah, you're not a big treadmill fan. Well, apparently that's my thinking spot. That's a good spot to think. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I wanted to do cases where a life coach or spiritual guide were either the murderers or got murdered. Yeah. Or the died or something. Yeah. Um, and then I myself could not find much of anything. And Ren found a good one. So. I found a case for you, too. I know, but – and I wrote, But wrote there it wasn't out. much on it. No. Yeah. And it's not that interesting. It's interesting in some contexts, but it's, we'll do it there's not enough one. to find. Yeah. yeah. We'll do it for a different episode, but... I found a, a juicy one that probably a lot of people have heard about. And we're doing the thing, but yep. in reverse. So Ren did the research. Yep. And now I will be reading my part and finding out stuff at the same time as I just read it. Yeah. So for... People who are like, wow, Ren, there are a lot of episodes where Ren sure doesn't do any work. <laughs> <laughs> ha! I've, I've, you did all the work this time. I did. And now Andrea is getting to coast off that work, just I'm like I often do. I'm excited about coasting. I, I think it's a good idea, too. I and like I'm excited to tell you about this fucking person. I'm excited to find he's out. he's around. Yeah. So, uh, even though Andrea made me start last time, um, she's going to do it now. I'm going to start. Yeah, the last time we did it this way. Because I just want, I want the juicy bits to be where you don't know what the fuck he did. And yeah. you're going to you're gonna get to cover exactly what he did. And then I'll be covering what came of it, which is also pretty wild. But I think you'll have fun with this. I'm nervous. It's, uh, I mean, he's a mess of a man. And you're, <laughs> all, you're all going to find that out. Take yeah. it away. Okay. All right, here we go. Yeah. This is James Arthur Ray. James Arthur Ray is a self-help businessman. Ugh. That is a questionable job title. That's what <laughs> okay, Ren wrote, which is one of the most questionable job titles I've ever heard. Yeah. And a motivational speaker. Both of those. 
He taught Stephen Covey motivational seminars while employed at AT AT&T and claimed that he later worked for the Covey Foundation for two years. However, the company has no record of him as an employee or contractor, so, uh. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) In 2006, though, he appeared on Larry King Live and was one of several narrators for The Secret. Oh. Yeah. I remember that book and how big it was in like 90 whatever. It wasn't in the 90s. It was like 2005 or 2003. It was a big fucking deal. No, the secret, I had it like, mom had a copy when I was in junior high. Oh, okay. Maybe it made a comeback or something. Or I might be thinking about something else. (laughs) It was a big deal. It was like Oprah was shilling it and it was just like everywhere and everyone's like, have you read this book? It'll change your life. And he was one of the narrators for it. Okay. Which is not It's possible I'm thinking of a different book or, or yeah. I mean, it's a common title, but this one was a big fucking deal. Yeah, there was one that was something like it. That was also a really big deal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He also appeared on the Today Show and Oprah. But in 2011, James Arthur Ray was convicted of three counts of negligent homicide after his arrest on February 3rd, 2010 for the deaths of three participants of one of his New Age retreats. You like how this is starting? Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. I'm excited. Yeah, it gets pretty fucking bad. New Age retreats. Yeah, that's already not Don't great. go to that. Well, I don't blame Crazies. the people, right? But like him describing himself as a businessman for this, like that's already so a self-help bad. Self-help businessman. Yeah. And motivational speaker. Yeah. Who has New Age retreats. Oh, God. This this ticks all of my checkboxes for like yeah. this episode. Like red flags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So – A bit of Ray's background. James Arthur Ray was born on November 22, 1957. His father was an Oklahoma preacher at the Red Fork Church of God in Tulsa. (laughs) Seems right. Yeah, it seems about (laughs) accurate. In one of his books, Ray described his childhood as impoverished, claiming that, quote, The hardest part of my childhood was reconciling how dad poured his heart into his work, how he helped so many people, and yet he couldn't afford to pay for haircuts for me and my brother. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is sad, but all right. Why don't they just chop? They have scissors, presumably. <laughs> presumably. Yeah, but I, I guess he's just saying like, oh, my dad just so worked other so hard so and yet much. didn't make money. So as a result of, you know, my family suffering under a capitalist system, I decided to become a ruthless capitalist. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this is the, I hate how he helped people. He needed to be paying for haircuts. <laughs> If you're going to help people, you better charge them a lot of money is the thing. Yeah, you need haircut money. Mm. So, in fact, a classmate of Ray's recalled that, quote, Ray always dressed well and knew he'd make something of himself, (laughs) which he obviously did. So, Ray's beliefs are centered around the law of attraction, though his uh, teachings have been described as being like a mix of spirituality, motivational speaking, and quantum physics. (laughs) Which always go together. Which, okay. (laughs) In an interview, Ray talked about his views regarding personal responsibility, ironically enough, saying, quote, I fully know, for me, that there is no blame. Every single thing is your responsibility, and nothing is your fault. Uh, Because every single thing that comes to you is a gift, a lesson. Right. Uh, I wonder if the people who died at that New Age retreat would feel the same way, says Ren. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that was my side note. I didn't know Andrea would be reading this, but, but yeah. I'm going to read every word you wrote. Oh, man. 
(laughs) (laughs) This is a takedown. Uh, Ray has advocated for the new thought belief that basically is about how positive thinking can heal actual physical issues. And he himself has claimed to have used willpower to stay free of all illness. Yes. That's how that works. Yeah. There were signs. What? There were signs. I mean, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all you've read so far has been signs. But there are all other signs, so is far. the thing. There's more signs. There's so many signs, Andrea. <laughs> the signs keep coming. Okay. People have been raising safety concerns about this guy since the year 2000. According to Grant Cardone, in 2000, Ray consulted him for methods to increase sales at business seminars and was warned to teach only sound business practices. Oh, boy. That's, that's fair. After this time, Ray began incorporating sleep deprivation, fasting, fire and glass walking, and his own weird versions of sweat lodge ceremonies. So he was just all over the place with this stuff. Yeah. Those sound like safe uh, business practices to me. Fire yeah. walking? Sleep what deprivation? What could go wrong? Nothing, really. Like, I just don't <laughs> see the problem. Jeez. <laughs> Former attendees of race seminars have even reported unsafe practices and their lack of properly trained medical staff in 2005. One woman from New Jersey shattered her hand after she was pressured by Ray to participate in a not exactly real martial arts board-breaking exercise. (laughs) After several unsuccessful and obviously untrained attempts, the woman sustained multiple fractures during the seminar, which was apparently held at Walt Disney World. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> no. You can't do that. I don't know why it was held there either. It just, hey, I'm going to take you to Walt Disney World and we're going to fake martial arts your hand into oblivion. <laughs> like, what the fuck was going on with this? I don't, like. This poor woman, too. He's like, no, you have to. Because she was really pressured. Into well, it. Yeah. She didn't want to. Well, no. Because she knew she couldn't, obviously. Yeah. Like, you your can hand. do that if you're trained. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, participants of one of Ray's so-called spiritual warrior <sighs> exercises in 2006, after being made to sign waivers, were told to put the sharp point of an arrow used in archery against the soft part of their necks and lean against the tip. I told you. <laughs> I hate the name spiritual warrior. Isn't it bad? <laughs> this is what he called it. I hate. I just, it's already so bad. Ugh. Ugh. Okay. A man named Kurt sustained injuries during this exercise as the shaft of the arrow snapped and the arrow's point stabbed deeply into his eyebrow. Well, it's, I mean. Yikes. At least it wasn't into his neck where it It could have gone leaning. straight through his eye, though, yeah. Yeah. In July 2009, Colleen Conaway attended a seminar hosted by James Ray International, in which the attendees were instructed to dress as homeless people. That's a normal requirement. I mean, it's the only way to help yourself is the thing. (laughs) The only way, Andrew. (laughs) I'm not sure why. I don't... (laughs) Ren wasn't able to find out how or why this happened... But she fell to her death at the Horton Plaza Mall in San Diego, obviously died as a result of her injuries, and according to police, she had no identification on her person at the time. What? Probably because she was dressed as a homeless person. Where did she fall from? Um, from, yeah, so from, that's a good question, but I know that, like I said, I wasn't able to find too much info on this, but on her specifically, but it was because 
there was some sort of like exercise to do with tightrope walking. I, I, it might have been something <laughs> similar. Like it might have been like a weird risk thing, like where you walking, jump or you fall or walking whatever. Walking on a tightrope that's on fire. <laughs> With some glass on it. I don't know. Oh, you're sleep deprived and starved. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I'm not sure. Um, another person apparently committed suicide, and they think this might have been her, but she was always cheerful. Like, and she... Yeah. This wasn't expected. But yeah, because she was dressed as a homeless person at the time, right? That's probably why she didn't have identification at the time. But they yeah. figured out who she was, they managed obviously. They it out, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Additionally, I hate them. I hate this is confirming my hatred. I know. I knew it would. Okay. <laughs> Additionally, in 2005, so before the events of October 2009, a serious injury involving hospitalization was reported at the Angel Valley Ranch during another one of those spiritual warrior retreats mm. led by Ray. <laughs> Verde Valley Fire officials responded to an emergency call that a 42-year-old man had fallen unconscious after exercises inside a sweat lodge. So Ray already knew very well that he was putting people in danger with all this shit, and it all happened before what we're coming up to now. Yeah. Oh God. So he knew that this stuff was dangerous. It wasn't well, that he was con- that he had this conviction that it wasn't dangerous. He wasn't yeah. delusional about stuff it. Stuff had knew. happened. Shit had happened. Yeah, he'd already seen that it could be very dangerous. And this man probably was like sleep deprived, fasting. Yep. And in a sweat lodge, so dehydrated, like. Oh, and it's not like it's a good sweat lodge. You'll no. find out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The Sweat Lodge Deaths. So, on October 8th, 2009, another one of those spiritual warrior mm. retreats. I hate it. Take a drink every time he says that, right? <laughs> like, that's how that feels. I fucking it hate it. Ugh. It's so awful and new agey. So, one of these stupid retreats, a yeah. phrase, was being held at the Angel Valley Retreat Center in Yavapai County near Sedona, Arizona. This retreat actually charged people, like, up to $10,000 to sign up. And on Ray's website, he said that participants would, quote, experience a new technologically enhanced form of meditation that creates new neurological pathways. I think that just shows how bullshit that is. Hey, yeah, if you sweat not... a lot, you'll have a new neurological pathway. No. That's not how that works no. is the thing. <laughs> Of course, during the retreat, two of the participants, James Shore and Kirby Brown, died as a result of the very, very non-traditional sweat lodge exercise. (laughs) 18 other people were hospitalized after suffering burns, dehydration, breathing problems, kidney failure, and elevated body temperature. Yeah. Liz Newman, another attendee, died on October 17th after being comatose for a week. Yeah. So these people suffered and... This was pretty fucking bad. Okay. And he knew. He knew it could happen. I'm just... Ugh, it pisses me off so fucking well, much. Well, even, like, without previous shit happening, you should know... You should know. ...that starving yourself, not sleeping, and then dehydrating yourself and walking through fire... Yeah, like, he should have known that all of this, the shit <laughs> he did on his retreats was not great. He's not trained for any of this, right? yeah. Yeah, I mean, sweat lodges are, they're like... They're very specific thing. Yes. Yeah. They're a traditional thing that people do not typically die from unless you absolutely don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, and he absolutely didn't. All right. <laughs> I know. 
Attendees had fasted for 36 hours during what was claimed to be a vision quest exercise before the next day's sweat lodge disaster. During this period of fasting, these people were left alone in the Arizona desert with a sleeping bag, although Ray, the total sweetheart, had offered them Peruvian ponchos for an additional $250. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Ray. What a nice guy. That's so sweet. I can't believe it. After this whole experience, attendees ate a large buffet-style breakfast before entering the structure built for the sweat lodge. The owner of the site actually reported she had only been told after the event that participants went two days without water before entering the structure. Oh, jeez. I still think about that. Yeah, like, you're going to sweat. You're going to be so dehydrated. Yeah. Like, holy shit. So they did eat a buffet-style breakfast before going in? Yeah, apparently. But probably not, weren't able to drink enough to rehydrate. No, because they'd been in the Arizona desert not eating for and drinking days. for two days prior. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't die At that die point, you would then. need an IV fluid situation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, Kirby Brown's mother has been brutally honest about what happened and has been quoted as saying, my daughter was cooked to death. And yeah, that's essentially what was happening to the people inside the structure. It was draped in non-breathable materials. There were way too many people inside, meaning there wasn't enough oxygen for everyone. So everybody died of carbon dioxide. Yeah. It's lots of carbon dioxide poisoning. And the length of time they were pushed to stay inside, even when they screamed their discomfort, was far longer than an actual sweat lodge session would be. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, so I don't do other know. people. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'll tell you all about that. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, do you love this man so far? He's exactly what you wanted me to talk about. Yes. I Is he still alive? I might give him a call and just oh, he is. ask him to the movies or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, he might even give you a poncho if you give him 250 yeah, Duncan bucks. will be on board. He'll come. Yeah, because this guy's a fucking charmer is the thing. <laughs> okay. All right, so, so let first, me tell you what though, happened. Oh, yes. We have a promo, so we'll be right back after this break. A fact is something unchanging and can be verified. Opinion, on the other hand, is subjective and a person's point of view. History contains not only facts, but opinions to fill in the gaps. And it's these interpretations that feed urban legends. My name is Brenda, and I'm the host of Horrifying History, where you will hear about the unexplained, paranormal, and supernatural happenings that has stained the pages of history. Join us to hear these tales and you can make up your own minds about what really happened in history. You can find us on any major podcast provider and on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter to join our conversation. And we're back. Hello. So, I'm going to tell you about Ray's conviction and sentencing. So, uh, and you're going to be a little pissed. Uh, So after the deaths, Ray refused to speak to authorities and a fucking course. He immediately left Arizona. (sighs) That was good timing on our part. We didn't mean to do that. We're just both so fed up with Ray's bullshit right now. We love sighing in unison. It's our new thing. That was actually good. I'm, <laughs> I think we we just both hate these, this kind of person. I hate him. Like, equally. Yeah, I'm really not a fan. So, according to some participants who went through the whole supposed, you know, Native American sweat lodge ceremony, which was obviously misrepresented as such by Ray and his organization, a note was left for them 
That said, Ray was unavailable as he was in prayer and meditation. No. Yeah, so he basically, like, left them a note and then booked it and was like, can't disturb me, I'm meditating. Like, fuck. So annoying. And during a 2013 interview with Piers Morgan, Ray himself confirmed that he'd fled the scene at the time rather than staying to assist with the aftermath because, quote, I was scared. Oh my god. Well, why don't you just meditate? Yeah, meditate then you your fear away. Then not scared anymore. That's yeah. clearly possible. Make some new neurological pathways that lead away from yeah. the amygdala. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I thought that positive thinking solved all your fucking problems, Ray. Yeah. Just Oh, and think make positive. sure you starve yourself and then enter a sweat lodge for three days. God. Yeah, like... He just fled because he knows he's a fucking sham. Yes. So investigations were conducted by the Avapai County Sheriff Department, right? Initial investigations concerned the construction of the fake sweat lodge. Like, it's a structure basically, which according to investigators, was constructed by a local uh, non-Native American group. Yeah. Under hire. So he hired a group to build it for him, but they weren't trained. He's not indigenous either. No, 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 no. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so he did hire (laughs) someone to do it for him. He didn't do it himself, but they also were. Yeah, they also didn't know what they were doing. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Jack Judd, the county building safety manager, said that there was no record of a permit or even an application for a permit to build this thing. Mm. Yep. On October 15th, 2009, after extensive interviews with the participants and other witnesses, the Avapai County Sheriff's Office upgraded the level of the investigations into the deaths of James Shore and Kirby Brown to a homicide investigation. Media began reporting that Ray conducted a conference call with some of the victims, and one of them recorded (laughs) the call, luckily, and provided it to the uh, attorney prosecutor, right? So during this call, a self-described channeler said that they had communicated with those who died. No. I hate this already. And they had said that they, quote, were having so much fun out of their bodies that they didn't want to return. No. Oh, there's so much about that that just... mm. No. Everything about it is just... That's horrifying. How could you do that to a person, right? Like, to these people who died? No, they like it. A medium said so. They love being dead. Like, They love being dead. They're having so much fun fun being dead that they just don't want to come back to life because that's That's the other option that they have. Yeah, no, you can positively think your way into (laughs) it. It's fine. So on October 30th, a wrongful death lawsuit claiming negligence, negligent misrepresentation, fraud, and other actions on the part of Ray and the site owners was filed for the family of Liz Newman. A similar action was filed for Sidney Spencer, who was also seriously injured. These suits were filed, stating that the defendants uh, failed to provide adequate prior warnings to monitor the participants' well-being in the sweat lodge. Although it sounds like they knew they were doing badly and they just ignored them and pushed them. So that is murder. If you're screaming... If you're saying, I can't handle this, I need to go, Mm -hmm. and someone's like, no, no, stay, it's spiritual, you have to stay, then no. I think that proceeds from negligent to just... Murder. Murder. Yeah, like it might have been accidental murder, but it's not because you weren't there. Well, and it's not like you couldn't stop it. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Like, and that they also failed to provide medical treatment, and that sounds about right. That's so, correct. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> On November 10th, Dennis uh, Merivar, 
an injured attendee from Canada joined the Spencer suit. So Ray is just like leaving a trail of injury and death behind him here. Yes, he is. Yeah. Naughty, naughty. Uh, Ray was arrested in connection with the deaths on February 3rd, 2010, and bond was set at $5 million, but Ray's attorney argued that he could not afford the $5 million, which he totally could, and Ray was what? released on February 26th, 2010, after bail was reduced to $525K. Hey, no. When you can't afford bail, all that means is that you cannot get out. Get out. Yeah, I don't it's know why not, they made an exception for him. It's not something that you can haggle. No, and they reduced it to less than a quarter of the original that amount. That doesn't even make sense. That's not even... Oh, I know, right? It's, not, it's less than less of a quarter. Yep. It is not even $1 million. Nope. It sure is not. I'm I'm annoyed. It's like a tenth. Yeah. I, I hate just it. figured out math now. But yeah, <laughs> no, I hate it too. I'm not happy. Like, this is bad. The court case uh, actually began on May 1st, 2011. The prosecution rested its case on June 3rd, 2011, after 34 witnesses had taken the stand and after 43 days of testimony. On June 22nd, 2011, Ray was found guilty on three counts of negligent homicide and not guilty of the manslaughter charges brought against him. Okay. On November 18th, 2011, Ray was only sentenced to two years in prison. Wait, 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 wait. Three counts of negligent homicide and two years in prison? Yep. But negligent homicide is worse than manslaughter, isn't it? That's murder. Right? Yeah, I would think so. And how is that divided into three? So per person he gets less than a year? Yeah. Isn't that horrifying? Like, he's out now. He killed peeps. Yeah. I mean, I, he, I'm sure he didn't purposefully murder them, but that's well, really the only thing he didn't do. Well, where they were like, probably like, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, like like people were apparently like breathe. shouting to be let out, basically, and yeah. they didn't realize that, you know. So he, they were basically being pressured to stay. Like, <laughs> what was he even doing? Like, why not let them out? You're already making a shit ton of fucking money. Yeah, what's the point in making people come stay. really close to death so that you can get into trouble? Because I guess, like, maybe he's tried to convince himself of the legitimacy of what he's doing. But the thing is, if <laughs> if that was the case, he could have Googled sweat lodges and how to make them a little bit better. Like, that I don't too, know, yeah. right, man? Like, he didn't even try. But he could also, like, have safer practices. Scam. Yeah, like, And all then of he this. could make money, still keep scamming people, yeah. and not go to jail for homicide. Yeah. Even though it's only two years. Yeah, a lot of what he said points, like, a lot of the, I don't have everything of what he said in here, but, like, a lot of what he said after the whole thing, like, was so lacking in compassion. Like, it was like he was faking compassion so hard. He was like, those were my friends, tearfully. And it's like, yeah, sure they were. You ignored them when they were were, like, you, yeah, they, you asked them for 9,000 plus dollars. Like, these, he didn't give a shit. And then ponchos for $250 if they wanted. Yeah, yeah, after starving them. Like, no, this was all completely a sham. He just didn't care what happened to people. So, yeah, what Native Americans had to say about this shit. Okay, good. So, yeah, Native American experts on sweat lodges have obviously criticized Ray's construction of the non-traditional sweat lodge structure, as well as his ignorance of actual sweat lodge ceremonies, which don't usually go this way. 
So various publications stated that the ceremony which Ray was selling bore little, if any, resemblance to an actual sweat lodge ceremony. Well, obviously. Clearly. He doesn't know anything. No, he doesn't. He's not even <laughs> native. Additionally, Native American leaders expressed concerns and uttered prayers for the dead and injured. The leaders say the real sweat lodge ceremony is their way of life and not a religion. It is Native American intellectual property protected by U.S. laws and the United Nations Declaration on the Rights of Indigenous Peoples. Yeah, he should have just, like, you could just have a sauna. Yeah. Like, you could meditate in a sauna. Yeah, and then you can get an actual company who knows how to build saunas because that, that would be more accessible. Yeah, and then you could tell people, yeah, we're sweating out our toxins, we're like... Yeah. Kind of like need to hot yoga like sort of idea, like... Um, um, where it's supposed to be kind of good for your skin to be in heat or... Yeah, which is... I don't know. Kind of bullshit in North America, but, like... Yeah, it, I know. He could have done something that's less harmful bullshit, yeah. Well, it's something that he knew about. But you see, then he couldn't go with the whole mystical Native American oh, practice Just call angle. the sauna something else. So it's a yeah, fucking... Sound, make it something... Yeah. I don't know. It's Just call it something mystical sounding, I spiritual hot room or something. <laughs> hot... <laughs> the ghost shower. <laughs> like, the ghost shower. <laughs> I don't know, man. You could do a lot with that, right? <laughs> so the ceremony, according to, according to like Native Americans, right, should only be conducted by sanctioned lodge members who are from legitimate nations. Yes. Objections to what Ray inflicted on his New Age customers included Ray's complete lack of training in any form of sweat lodge ceremony because permission to lead lodges is only granted to those who have been raised in the ceremonial ways of a particular Native American community and after many years of apprenticeship with elders. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, so even among, you know, Native American people who do this, it they learn all about it too. Yeah. Like, they know what's going on. He just, oh man. So Ray was also criticized for building the structure out of non-breathable materials, for charging for the ceremony, which is seen as extremely inappropriate, for involving too many participants, and for the excessive length of the fake ceremony. No shit. Yep. So the Oglala Lakota delegation believes that James Arthur Ray and the Angel Valley Retreat Center have, quote, violated the peace between the United States and the Lakota Nation, and caused the, quote, desecration of our sacred Oinikiga, Onikare sweat lodge, by causing the death of Liz Newman, Kirby Brown, and James Shore. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a violation. Like, having How something someone... important to you used and it kills people, that would be yeah horrifying. How does someone who's apparently, like, at least has a bit of business smarts not know that people will get dehydrated in a sweat lodge if they haven't drank for two days beforehand? I don't know. It sounds like he was totally making this up as he went. You had my hair attached to your chin. I had Andrea's hair on my face. <laughs> That's horrifying. It's because my hair breaks off all over the place. Yeah, we both... I suffer from that, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, what Ray's doing now? Yep. On July 12th, 2013, Ray was granted a supervised release and left the state prison near Phoenix where he had served his tiny little sentence. Stupid Ray. Yep. And on November 25th, 2013, like a fucking asshole, Ray relaunched his self-help business. No! Yep. On CNN's Piers Morgan Live. Why? Uh, well, Piers Morgan is actually yeah, a complete douchebag, is what I'm saying. Because he, like, interviews murderers. Like He's a piece of shit, too. I'm not okay. even surprised. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, okay. and Ray is exactly his demographic, then. 
Perfect. So this was under Ray's stipulation that no other guests could participate in the interview, probably because he knew they'd call him out on his shit. As of December 4th, 2013, Piers Morgan's manager, John Farader, was James Arthur Ray's manager and media contact. And if you know anything about Piers Morgan, that probably doesn't surprise you. So in 2016, he was the subject of CNN Films documentary called Enlighten Us, The Rise and Fall of James Arthur Ray. Which was basically a recount of Ray's rise to fame in the self-help industry, followed by his 2011 conviction for negligent homicide and his later release from prison. So in the documentary, director Jenny Karchman explores the origins of the self-help industry, like what attracts followers and why devotees are willing to take such risks. And yeah, and I haven't like watched this particular documentary, but like... In my opinion, it's because, you know, these popular life coachish scam artists know exactly how to take advantage of emotionally vulnerable people. They are very they know culty. How to do it. Yeah, they are. It is a cult. This 100% a cult of Super personality. Yeah. Yeah. Culty. Oh, cult. Cultish. I, culty. I'm not sure. It's culty activities. Cults like, and also just cult. Cultiness. And cultiness. <laughs> So, on a finishing few notes here, Kirby Brown's parents have challenged motivational speakers and self-help gurus to sign a pledge of integrity called the Seek Safely Promise, which is a set of safety guidelines for self-help gurus to agree to follow, right? However, shockingly, Ray was among the many self-help gurus Mm. who refused. For God's sake. Yep. So they didn't even want to fucking try. To be safe. I don't yeah, like, get this. What the fuck is his issue? Does he want to go through the whole... I guess he got away with it pretty well once. I guess, I guess it was know. like... Um, what is it? I think it's like a weird Like advertisement. Thing. Like it's any... Oh yeah. Any press is good press. Yeah. Sort of that idea. Yeah. Probably. And also I think the people who choose to be like self-help advocates in this way. Like, they are trying to create a cult. So think of them as, like, the psycholo- having the psychology of cult leaders. Why yeah. do they do this oh, stuff, yeah. right? totally. So, of course, they refused safety guidelines because they'd actually have to be a decent person. Brown's mother stated about her daughter Kirby, quote, I want her death to save lives. I want the story of her death to be a cautionary tale that will save other people's lives. That's nice. Yeah, I wanted to end it on a somewhat positive note. Her mother, Virginia Brown, has been doing a lot, so. So annoying. He's annoying. And it's annoying how they treated him. Yeah, I mean, first lowering his bail that much. Like, that's not, they don't do that for anyone else. I just didn't know you could haggle on bail. You can if you're a rich person, ironically. I mean, I know, like, lawyers can fight for lower bail, but I didn't think that the only argument could be he can't afford it. Yeah, that's not a good (laughs) argument. (laughs) Most people can't afford their bail. That's the point of it. Bail's expensive. Yeah. Unless you did something small. Yeah, exactly. But But his his bail was the result of three people dying, so uh, so it it should be high. Well, and if it's starting off at five million, that's high. Yeah. It shouldn't be lowered. No. I don't know. Three people died. (laughs) (sighs) Ugh, it's just a whole mess. So now you know all about that and you hate life coaches even more. Like I do. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good good for you guys. Let's all hate life coaches together. Yeah. Like honestly, the self help industry and the fact that it's even called that is a big scam. I hate self help industry. Yeah. I do not like life coaches or spiritual guides or motivational speakers. Nope. That is Fucking overpriced bullshit to go see one of those. And yeah. it's just like a bunch of 
it's very pedantic and it is a lot of it's garbage self gratifying yeah the schmucks yeah like okay so here's i will i do like motivational recordings for people based on their specific problems it's basically just pure advice on audio yeah that's reasonable and the thing is i don't need a fucking stage ten thousand dollars per person to create like a bunch of spiritual terms are bullshit charge people yeah it's not even a self-help thing it's more just like people be like hey i'm struggling through depression can you say some kind words yeah so encouragement yeah so like if you actually care about people that's what you're likely to do you're not going to be like hey encouragement yeah Yeah. you're not likely to take a step back and be like hey you know it'd be great if i made up a bunch of bullshit terms about like like how to positive think your physical ailments away yeah but i marketed it i monetized it i could totally scam people yeah right like there's no fucking way for me to tell you bullshit that you probably could have thought up yourself yeah like if you actually want to help people then you're probably not going to become one of these big life coach guru things and if you want help you can you know therapists are very thoroughly trained yeah because i am reading well okay maybe not like not all of them are great. No. But the ones like now, they've really changed the master's degree in counseling. And now it's very yeah. like um, culturally responsive and stuff like that. So Yeah. Um, and it's really trained in sort of this sort of encouragement and yeah. Anyway. So it's um, actually yeah. moral. Yeah. 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 No. And it's a lot cheaper than 10000 bucks. Do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell us your stories about Arizona. (laughs) Yeah. And that time um, that you ate a buffet breakfast. But that, I mean, hmm, okay. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome to tell us anything you want. Any creepy stories, anything related or unrelated. Buffet breakfast, Arizona. (laughs) Andrea's like, this is the only thing. Yeah. (laughs) The only things I care about. And ponchos. Oh, gosh. You should send pics of your ponchos. Are they $250 each? If they are, you shouldn't have bought them, probably. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, no. So our Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash two scared siblings. Please support us. We'll give you cool shit. Yeah. We do lots of cool shit for our patrons. We do. Um, I think. I hope. Twitter is two scared sibs, at two scared sibs. Yep. Go find us there. Our Patreon's also linked at the top of that if you're... If you hate typing in web addresses. I do. Yeah, I know. Me too. (laughs) Unless it's Twitter, really. I just want to click and then click and then click. Yep. I don't want keyboard shit. Yeah, none of this. That's too much of a commitment. (laughs) So, yeah, that's for you guys. And, yeah, I I don't even know how to, like, end this note. We're everywhere. You can find our podcast everywhere and you can download our episodes for free on iTunes. Not even $10,000. Not even $10,000. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just zero. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to give you a goodbye smooch. Mwah. Mwah. Sleep well.